0: We are talking about kingdom, but we have to talk about whose kingdom we're, we're leaning into today. We're not talking about the kingdom of the enemy, the kingdom of darkness. Why? Because he's been defeated. Like it's done, he's finished. It tells us in Colossians that he's literally been stripped of all power, all his power, all his influence. He's been dethroned. That happened past tense and we get to stand in a place of it's finished and look towards kingdom so does that make sense so we're just going to leave him over there to be a hot mess and we're going to lean into the fullness of what God has for us sound good all right so let's talk about the kingdom of God this big kingdom that there's so many dynamics to kingdom I probably have 15 pages and it doesn't even start we're not doing 15 pages today don't worry but of information and knowledge and understanding of the kingdom of God because it's so expansive so let's define it and unpack a little bit of that today so when we say kingdom of God we're referring to the coming of an ultimate and eternal rule of God in the universe it's the coming of an ultimate and eternal rule of god in the universe. Now those are big words, right? What do all those words mean? Good question. Let's figure it out. So we'll start with the coming of. We're going to un- unpack that a little bit more later. But right, it's coming. There's there's a momentum happening to this. So it's the coming of the ultimate ultimate means something. It means over all. It's a sovereign kingdom, right? And we know this. First Corinthians 4 tells us, for the kingdom of God depends not on talk, but on power, because he's all powerful. He's almighty, right? He is this like overall. We, we all live in, in a world where kingdoms and rulers lack, right? They're imperfect, but he is ultimate and over all of that. It's kind of like, that's a big brain moment to step back and go, okay, God, you are over it all. The second piece of that, he's eternal, right? It's the coming of the ultimate and eternal kingdom. It's eternal because he's eternal. So a kingdom is gonna be guided by the ruler, right? The ruler is setting the culture, the nature, the momentum, right? His identity is gonna infuse through that kingdom. So his nature as eternal, that means we can put so much hope in this kingdom of God, right, it's, it's so far beyond. I love Isaiah 40, 28, asks us a couple questions. Have you never heard? Have you never understood the Lord is the everlasting god the creator of all the earth he never grows weak or weary that one gets me every time he never grows weak or weary challenge comes and he's like i got this i'm eternal Because he never grows weak or weary. And no one can measure the depths of his understanding. He is eternal. So this kingdom that we're talking about, this ultimate and eternal kingdom, is so stable and unshakable. Like, everything in this world moves and shifts and changes and is temporary. He isn't. He's going to outlast it all. Is this sounding good? This is a good kingdom. I'm liking this kingdom so far. So it's the coming of the ultimate eternal rule. It's not like the list of rules. It's the reign, right? And his rule comes with the execution of his will. So when a king sits in authority... What are they doing they're pressing down what they want to see happen right he's setting the culture he's choosing the the customs he's got the language set he's like this is what we're doing people come on board it's coming from him so we know that that source is him is this making sense y'all tracking we're feeling it so the coming of the ultimate the overall eternal forever Rule, the heart, the will, the passion, the design, all of it coming from him, of God, right? His rule in the universe. The universe. Why is it the universe? I love Matthew 6.10. It says, may your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So because he's over all, he's not just going to come and rule here. He is going to rule over all of his creation. Everything is coming under the authority, the power, the the culture of this kingdom. So when we say the kingdom of God, it is the coming of the ultimate and eternal rule of God in the universe. This is a big thing. Do you feel that? Kingdom is huge, and it draws our lens that direction. Now, a thing we need to understand when we talk about kingdom is it's a now and a not yet thing. So it is now because God set into motion creation. He dropped in and was like, let's do this. It's now because he continued to encounter his creation all through time. He just keeps showing up. It's now because Jesus stepped on the scene and was like, hey, let me be the sacrifice and build this reconciliation bridge to the Father. The kingdom is now because Jesus died, rose, and ascended, and Holy Spirit fell and now dwells within who? Come on. I'm in that club. It's a cool club to be in right? The kingdom dwells within us. His presence dwells within us. It is now because I'm filled with Holy Spirit, because you're filled with Holy Spirit. The kingdom is now because we've been given power and authority. Thanks, Jesus. All power and authority I have been given, and I give it to you, therefore go. We've been commissioned into this. The kingdom is now because stuff's going on, guys. Good stuff is happening in the midst of the world. And here's the thing. The kingdom of God exists where his presence is and his will happens. His will becomes manifest. Those two things. So the kingdom of God is now because his presence dwells within us and because we are moving in the momentum of seeing his will and his design happen. That's why the kingdom is now. That's that's exciting news, right? But the kingdom, oh wait, oh I missed the best part. I girl, make it bigger. Right? You gotta bold those parts that are important. You just breeze right past it. So the measure that we choose to live in submission to the kingdom is the measure we're gonna experience the kingdom. On it, right? Glad I didn't miss that piece, right? Girl went back. Let's go. Thanks, Jesus. So, what, what happens in that is when I say, okay, I'm gonna set my belief, my understanding in alignment to you, I'm gonna step under it, and what's gonna happen? Kingdom is gonna flow. And it's gonna completely change my experience. And I have to tell you guys that the kingdom is advancing. With so much great momentum. That's the not yet piece. The kingdom is not yet because there's still more to come. God's got plans for us, He's got plans for this world. He's got plans for Pat, sir. Right? God's got plans. And we become participants in that not yet peace. And every time we step into his presence and we participate in his will, what happens? The kingdom goes whoosh, whoosh. That's what I, that's what I hear when the kingdom advances. I, I think it's a whoosh sound. Everything has a sound effect in my brain. That's just how it works. But the kingdom is moving and advancing. And, and here's the thing. We talk a lot, we hear a lot, about bad news we hear a lot of bad news but do we hear that global hunger's down because it is infant mortality down the number of wars in the last 50 50 years down the average lifespan up salvation's up church plants around the world up healings up come on that's what's real that's what's happening this is all good news but Crazy statistic, 57% of Americans think that the future is gonna be worse for their children. Over half of our nation doesn't know the kingdom is advancing. They're not, they're not seeing that. Over half isn't experiencing this. And here's the thing, our belief is going to completely drive our experience what I know about our brains is they are cruising around looking to reinforce what's already in there. That's what our brains want to do. So that's how when a situation happens, 10 people experience a situation and they have 10 different experiences in the situation. Because we all have our own belief systems and experiences and filters and we're, we're hearing and absorbing them through that. This is why two weeks ago, Pat talked about biblical truth is our foundation because we have to align our mind, our belief system around his absolute truth and let that be the filter that we hear through. It's why when you get a new car or you really want a car, you see it everywhere. Has this ever happened to you? A couple years ago, I got a blue RAV4 and I see that car everywhere. I didn't before. I had a little little beep beep Prius They went cruise cruise and I saw Priuses everywhere I don't see them anymore I see blue rav4s everywhere I go though because my brain is reinforcing the reality that this car exists my knowledge and understanding of that existence is continuing to be reinforced the same happens with kingdom if I believe God can encounter me right here today if God can heal me right here today I'm going to see him move in that way. I'm going to translate my surroundings as that. If I think he can't, sure, I could find tons of reasons to reinforce that, or I'll translate a situation. Is this right? So our belief is going to completely guide our experience. It's why we have to lean in, because half of America doesn't believe that the kingdom is advancing. They think that hopelessness is winning but we get to carry the truth and declare it's not that's not what is real right in the midst of challenge we get to stand up and be like this is what's true right what's true over pat's body right now god's his healer he is healed he is in in wholeness in christ that's what we get to lean and press into in the midst of it and challenges in our life circumstance we get to press beyond it and and speak and align to what the kingdom is saying right the the ultimate and eternal rule of God in the universe that is coming with every ounce of his will and every ounce of his design and guys this is happening in our midst I just want to tell you a couple cool things you got time for a couple cool testimonies Last night I got the news, a little girl we've been praying for with leukemia is in remission. Come on. Literally got that text last night. I was like, I needed this news. The kingdom's advancing. A couple weeks ago, right here, literally at this altar, a woman got healed. She had a pain in her side, got prayer healed. Right here in this room. Come on. Right? This is what's happening around the world. We've had salvations. lives transformed. We had 15 people take how to study the Bible. Learned about the word of God and leaning in and pressing and encountering God. The kingdom, what's that sound? Whoosh. The kingdom went whoosh all over the place. This morning as we pressed in as a a family in worship and faith, whoosh. Did you feel the whoosh this morning? Say whoosh one more time. There we go. (laughs) Globally this is happening. In a couple weeks we're going down to Oaxaca. To host that yet yeah, to host a women's conference so that women can understand their value their voice and their influence that they can move as a church to reach their region a lot of places thank you Huchitan, they are equipping their women and we just get to come alongside the momentum that's already there but we often go to places in the world where women aren't they're not given permission to move in their gifts, to understand the identity that God has called them. And we're participating in that. We've taken trips doing this. November 6th, guys, this is another big one. The churches across North County are coming together. Right? The unity of this. The unit, if you've been in North County for a while, the unity of these churches coming together to stand in one room or one amphitheater. I guess you could say, one bowl, to stand in one bowl and worship with one sound to bring glory to God. Whoosh. That's what's happening in our midst. This is happening, guys, because the church is living kingdom as they're calling. They're following that Matthew 6, Let's throw that verse up. They're following the instruction, seek first. The kingdom of God or this that's my translation that's in my heart seek the kingdom of God above all else so above everything else we lean in and look towards kingdom of God and what's kingdom the coming of the ultimate and eternal rule of God in the universe that's first that's above everything else and live righteously we're going to talk about righteously next week And he will give you everything you need. The church is doing this. The church is killing it around the world. Doing a good job. You don't hear that message very often. But it's real. It's true. It's what's happening. So remember that not yet part? Kingdom is now and not yet. That's where our peace comes in. That's why kingdom is calling right it's huh i just heard that it's calling to you i didn't hear it until just now that's funny but let's talk about what a calling is like in definition not give a phone call to the to the kingdom let's define it it is a duty a mission or task that one has been called to fulfill a duty a mission or task that one has been called to fulfill, take it a step deeper. It's a strong inner impulse toward a particular course of action, especially when accompanied by conviction of divine influence. So, who's that divine influence coming from? God. And we're pressing in. So, when we say kingdom is our calling, we're saying I'm stepping in with all the actions, all of the everything that I am on the table to say, I'm going to participate in the coming of his ultimate, eternal rule in the universe. Isn't it so special we get to participate in that? God has literally said, hey, come be a part of this with me. And this is a big thing right now because our our culture is struggling with calling. Our young ones are struggling to understand their purpose in life. We as adults, struggle sometimes to understand, like, why am I here? What am I doing? What's the point of all of this? And I think one of the biggest reasons why calling is so confused is because we think it's solo. 56% of practicing Christians think their calling is individual. Hey, and 57% of People outside the church believe their calling is solo. So equal, equal. This one needs to adjust in us. Calling isn't solo. Why? Because if I am the only one responsible for the coming of the ultimate eternal rule of God in the universe, um, I like to achieve in stuff, but that sounds rough. That is a big job description that I am not ready to fulfill on my own. It requires all of us kingdom calling is corporate. It's all of us playing our piece, right? We can't separate ourselves out, but here's the thing. Calling breaks down to individual anointings or appointments. I like to call them seasonal mini missions. It's a seasonal mini mission for Jesus. So right now I'm working at the movement. It's a seasonal mini mission, right? And these mini missions fuel the bigger calling. So everything I do, no matter what I do, no matter where you put me, I get to be living, kingdom is my calling. It's why we don't have to stress and go, God, what do you want me to do? And He's like, just do it for me. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do it unto me. Do it out of worship, do it out of belief, do it bringing the kingdom wherever you're going. That's what you get to do. So, years ago, I was a waitress in my like late teens, early 20s. It wasn't that many years ago. I'm not that old. I was a waitress, and I hated my job because I was leaning in. My faith was coming alive. I was understanding my giftings and all these things, and then I would go to work and be like, this is a waste of time. I'm just here to make money and then go off and live for Jesus. So I would be frustrated. Every little situation at work, I'd get irritated, and I'd go home in tears. God, why have you sent me here? Like, it just wasn't working. And he so sweetly pulled me in and was like, babe, Can you bring the kingdom to that restaurant? Can you bring love and hope and peace and goodness and truth and prophecy into that space? Took me a second. But once I got on board and adjusted, man, I was excited to go to work. I started picking up shifts. Not just because I wanted extra money and was paying off school loans. But because I was like, I need to be there. I need to be a participant of this. I need to go reach people. I need to go chase people into the bathroom and pray for them and then get in trouble for it, which happened a few times, more than a few times because I was like, this is my why. Like, go ahead, fire me. I'll just stand outside and do it, right? Like, nothing is going to stop this in me because the kingdom is alive in me and it has to. It has to move. It has to be in mechanism. Why? Because God has chosen his church to be the mechanism that kingdom flows through. He chose us to be carriers of kingdom. Where his presence is, where his will is executed, kingdom comes. So you get to be a kingdom carrier. No matter where you are, regardless of circumstance, And when we understand that kingdom is our calling, we lean in in a different way. We respond to challenges in a different way because it's gonna hit this greater purpose and go, okay God, I know you're good, I know you win, I know you're sovereign, what are you gonna do in this? So when we hear that news about Pat, we all wanted the good news of the victory of finishing the race. And when we hear the news of it didn't end that way, that has to hit and come against, all right, kingdom is. Kingdom doesn't stop. Through this, the kingdom will be advanced. And we get to stand rooted in that, hopeful, confident, at peace, at rest, expectant. I felt that expectancy this morning in worship. That was like, all right, let's do this, God. Right? When I got the news, I did have a like, ooh, moment. And then I was like, okay, Lord, let's do this. Let's see what you want to do in the midst of it. I'm going to leave space for the king to be the king. For him to be the ultimate, eternal rule in the universe. Because that's that's what's coming. So this morning, we're going to seek first his kingdom as a family. We're gonna take a couple minutes. I wanna first offer to anyone who maybe hasn't taken that first step into the kingdom and and wants to, that's step one to becoming a participant in kingdom is our calling. That's step one is to say, Jesus, I surrender. And I'm gonna step under the rule of, of your authority. You get to be my king of kings, my lord of lords. Is there anyone in here with our online campus? We've got a, a group at, hanging out in the chat rooms that can pray with you. Anyone in here that wants to do that? No, we're good. One more second. Anybody? I'm just double-checking because that's step one, right? And I want to encourage you guys when you're, this is a total side side moment when you're bringing the kingdom to people offer a salvation moment offer it don't be afraid it's not rejection at all but offer it do you realize how often you offer it and people are like oh no one's ever asked me that before just offer it hey do you want to do you want to make him king of your life right now Cool, let's do that. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and, and God raised him from the dead and you'll be saved. Cool, believe, confess it, live it, let's go. Now come with me, right? Link arms with them and walk that path of growth. That's what we're gonna talk about next week. We're gonna talk about the growth journey, right? Growth is our choice once we're in the kingdom and we're participants. But right now, um, do we have the, the Holy Spirit piano? There she is. <laughs> she brings the presents when she plays, right? So and talk about anointing. Hey, right? Let's go. That's her appointment. That's her anointing in her right now. And um, let's all stand together. Yeah, so right now we say, God, we want to seek your kingdom first. We want to raise our expectation for the kingdom experience now and our participation in the not yet. So we fix our eyes on you. We set our expectation. And right now we say, kingdom come. Heaven come down right now in this space. I thank you right now, Father, for uh, doing what only you can do in our hearts, bringing peace, bringing hope, bringing alignment. Yeah, we, we center our hearts right now. We're just gonna sit here for a minute and take a second. Hear his voice, hear what he's saying. Hear what he's highlighting in your heart. Maybe it's an area that needs an adjustment. That needs a perspective shift to say, okay, God, I'm going to start bringing you glory in this area. Maybe he's highlighting an area that just needs to stop. It can't bring him glory, so it needs to end. And I'm gonna tell you guys, if one of those areas is being highlighted of of a stop area, that he is so with you. He is the strength to accomplish that full stop moment. I thank you right now, Holy Spirit, for stripping away addictions, for breaking down trauma, fear, depression, anxiety, Because as kingdom kids, we stand in alignment with your will for our lives, which is healed, whole, confident, saved, delivered. And as we press into that kingdom comes, you encounter us because you're present in that. I thank you right now for a, a resurfacing of hope and expectation to see your kingdom come in our lives. Hopelessness be crushed right now under the weight of God can and He will. Be crushed under the coming of the the ultimate and eternal reign of God in the universe. We're saying yes to that this morning. Yeah, Father, I speak right now uh, a reworking and a rewiring of our minds. You're gonna walk out of here and thought patterns are broken because this is a kingdom come moment. This is a kingdom come moment. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Papa, we stand ready to walk out of here with your lens, with your eyes, with your joy, Uh, I feel like there's a a deposit of joy. Has anyone just felt um, like slumpy is the only word? Slumpy, like anybody? Like there is zero joy in your day-to-day. There's zero joy in the things that you're putting your hands to. Can you lift your hands nice and high? Our ministry team wants to see you. Can you lift your hands one more time? They're trying to find you. Nice and high. There's no, there's no shame in this. We want to come alongside you. Until someone puts their hand on you, keep your hand up, please. Beautiful. We've got one over in the back. Thank you, Kenley. Yeah. Right now, I thank you that your kingdom is one of hope and joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. And we speak a kingdom come moment right now. Kingdom come and invade these hearts to stir up a joy and a rootedness in you that can only come from the King of Kings and Lord of Lords that isn't based on circumstances but is so rooted in who you are. I thank you for that, joy. We all receive right now and and a deeper expectation of joy in you. We take it in, we receive it as your kids. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, and we declare one more time that we will Be a family who seeks first the kingdom of God. We declare it. We stand in it. We stand rooted in that space. It will be the first thing we think of. It will be the first thing we look toward. It'll be the filter that circumstances have to pass through. That is what we're saying as a family this morning, and we agree with it. And we celebrate your goodness, your victory in every area. In Jesus' name, amen.